You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys and gals, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, that's right. Cleveland Browns action. We know Baker Mayfield used to play there. Now he is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, remember one of the big narratives coming out around the Deshaun Watson acquisition supposedly emanating and 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 it wasn't it, it supposedly started coming out a few months before this between Baker and Odell Beckham Jr. you know they weren't getting along uh, a diva wide receiver demanding a ball and then causing issues in the locker room it, does that surprise anybody and of course they made that Baker's fault because in and around the acquisition of Deshaun Watson it started coming out that Baker Mayfield was supposedly an issue in the locker room with teammates. Well, we found out that a former tight end, and I've talked about this before, a former tight end with the Cleveland Browns come out and said, no, that's not true. The Cleveland Browns were obviously trying to get out some kind of a narrative as part of a justification to move on from Baker Mayfield, get him out of there so they could get into Sean Watson. How's that working out for you? Question mark. Love to know. So we got a, a a situation now where Baker Mayfield is out there balling out for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're three and one, leading the NFC South. And Baker Mayfield's got seven TDs, two picks, and like a 70% completion percentage. So we got a quarterback guru, Jordan Palmer, who that has come out, and he is saying Baker's success is not a surprise. I said this before, I'll say it again. People forget Baker Mayfield's coaching situation he was handed when he came into the league. Hugh Jackson and something called a Freddie Kitchens, right? Should have been in the kitchens. Yeah. Who's now, I believe, like a tight end coach for North Carolina, maybe? The University of North Carolina? Yeah. In college. He's not an offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. That guy was the head coach. Of the Cleveland Browns. And, um, of course, we saw Baker. He'd go out there and he'd play hurt. And full of moxie, full of piss and vinegar is Baker Mayfield, and that's that's awesome. That You know, that's a guy that wanted to play for a blue-collar city. So, uh, let's, let's do Odell first. Because it seems that there was some beef between Baker and Odell, and it seems they have moved on from that. It seems they have squashed it. Baker Mayfield made these comments with Pat McAfee the other day. The once promising era that included quarterback Baker Mayfield throwing the wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. quickly crumbled before the eyes of the Cleveland Browns. I'm sure Baker would love to have had Amari Cooper to throw to. Just throwing that out there. We're seeing what he's doing with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin right now. I'm just, I'm just putting that out. want to be fair here. The era ended with the outspoken wide receiver requesting a trade and with the Browns inevitably cutting him after his dad posted a video of a string of missed opportunities for the two to connect. He then went on to be a crucial part of the Super Bowl's run with the Rams. Talking about Odell. Mayfield's time in Cleveland did not end much cleaner either, but now the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is saying... 
There is no longer any bad blood between the two, stating, quote, we're good now. Mayfield would go on to add, while appearing on the Pat McAfee show in Norman, Oklahoma, quote, that's part of me growing as a person. I think normally I would hold a lot of grudges, but no, we are good. We squashed it. So let's listen. Hey, you, uh, you and Odell friends? We're good now. Okay. How's that? I didn't even know if I wanted to ask that, just because I don't want to put you in an awkward position because you're mm-hmm. thrown into bye week. Yeah. You've got game day tomorrow. Feeling good. <laughs> you know, the whole thing. we got great things going on. You're at your best ever. So I, that was the little hesitancy as I was thinking. No, we're good now. That's And that's part of me growing as a person. I think normally I would hold a lot of grudges. Uh, but no, we're good. We squashed that. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Still chit-chat. He's him going to Baltimore. Okay, so Baker said he squashed it. Baker said that was part of him maturing, part of him growing up. Guys, that's what an NFL actual franchise quarterback ends up doing. As they mature, I mean, he's owning it, all right? We don't even know if Baker's the one that caused the drama. But Baker's the one that is taking it on his shoulders, putting it on his shoulders, and he's eating it, you know, and saying, yeah, I'm good now. We squashed it. I've I've grown out of that. Man, I'm going to tell you, Tampa Bay... May have got them an accidental diamond in the rough here, but, you know, Baker Baker was drawn towards that Tampa Bay Bucks team. He thought that offense was good. And Jason Light come out the other day and said that he chased them, and it's worked out for everybody. Now to Jordan Palmer, one of the most surprising starts in the early NFL season comes from the Buccaneers, who lead the NFC South with a 3-1 record. Retirement of Tom Brady for good this time led the Bucs, needing a replacement quarterback, which automatically had low expectations. That's the other thing. We talked about this enough. He replaced Tom Brady and has not missed a beat. He came in for the GOAT. All right? Now, if you think that doesn't require a certain amount of, I hate this word, but I'm going to use it. If you think that doesn't require a certain amount of swag, a certain amount of, I'm good, I don't care about that. He came in and he's flourishing, replacing Tom Brady. Not enough is being said about that part of this equation is he came in for the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and that team hasn't missed a beat, a team that was completely rode off before the season started. Jordan Palmer, the quarterback consultant and former signal caller in the NFL, this is Carson Palmer's brother, folks, was telling people that he believed Mayfield was going to thrive with the Bucks. Quote, because he's counted out and somebody says this is your last chance, he's pretty good. He's really good, Palmer told Fox News Digital. Mayfield's football journey is well documented. He's an underdog tale. He wanted to go to the University of Texas coming out of high school, but the Longhorns program didn't want him. He walks on at two different schools, Texas Tech and Oklahoma, before eventually being the first walk-on in NC2A history to win the Heisman. Wow. Mayfield was taken by the Cleveland Browns, number one overall in 2018, but it was a roller coaster four seasons that ended up with the franchise trading him away 
to the Carolina Panthers before the start of the 2022 campaign to make way for Deshaun Watson. When the Bucks were chosen, Palmer had a feeling it was a situation Mayfield could be successful in. Quote, add in some playmakers and some players on that team in that locker room who have Super Bowl rings in a division that's up for grabs in the NFC South. You've got a pretty good Bucks team that has a leader that's mature and kind of been there, done that, Palmer said. I think the Bucks have found a great free agent acquisition in him. He found a perfect home. I'm excited to see what the Bucks can do. He's got 882 yards, and they just had a, a bye week. I'll say this. I don't care who your wideouts are. If there's an opportunity, they have to get open down the field. You hit them more often than you don't, or you hit them most of the times. Like if we run that sluggo and you actually hit it, and if you get that post over the top, Versus quarter coverage, you hit him. They're going to love you. Palmer said that in the past, Mayfield is a very likable player in the locker room and on his QB podcast, NFL fans could tell why. Quote, that respect is everything to me, Mayfield told Palmer and his co-host, Bill's backup Kyle Allen, when talking about his new teammates. Palmer explained why it is Mayfield's personality gains mutual respect in the locker room. I always said there's a couple of universal languages in NFL locker rooms. Toughness is one of them. We know Baker Mayfield's tough as nails. You can be a punk or you can be a man. And you can be from the hood or you can be from the country. But toughness, we speak toughness. Work ethic, that's a universal language. And then making plays. We need you to make this block. We need you to run your lane and kickoff. We need you to get this stop. You need to make this throw. Quote, I see Baker as tough, hardworking guy who's making plays and that universal language to speak to any guy in the locker room. So, and he goes on to talk about that uh, he's he's grasping and, and using that underdog mentality too. That's something Brady used a lot. Remember, he never, ever, he still, Brady was on with, uh, 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 Pat, Pat, Bet David, just a couple of weeks ago, and Brady is still pissed over the sixth round thing. Now, now Baker was a number one overall pick, but obviously he understands the Browns gave up on him. Even though he tried to play his heart out for him, he tried to make, you know, lemonade out of lemons, and he didn't. He got he got handed all his lemons were rotten. You know, and then they got rid of him, let him go, and it it's turned out well. You know, people forget Sean McVay was considering if Stafford can't come back, he was going to keep Baker, I think, in Los Angeles because he thought Baker could run that offense, and Kyle Shanahan wanted Baker, couldn't get Baker because Baker had an opportunity to start in Tampa, and instead they signed Sam Darnold. So another guy that you've got to wonder. Now, Darnold may not get on the field because Brock Purdy looks like an MVP, but if Sam Darnold could ever end up with one of these quarterback offensive guru guys, 
You know, it's kind of crazy, but Sam Darnold with the Jets would, would actually kind of look good again. He'd be better than Zach Wilson, even though Zach showed up this last weekend. You get my point. Uh, Geno Smith is an example of what can happen when you go on and you get the right coaching. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.